One, two, one, two. Mic check. Oh, yeah, we're here. Hi. <laughs> this is another episode of the 21 on 21 podcast. That's right. You are locked in on the 21 on 21 podcast. And for today's episode, guess who I have as my guest? Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Sarah Johnson. Oh, hi, Sarah. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, my God. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> Conversations with myself are the weirdest. They are the craziest. But that's not what I'm bringing to you today. There's no guest on the show today. And that's because I thought it was important to just stop and appreciate y'all. Like... I did not expect this podcast to be gathering the kind of support and the kind of listens it's getting, to be honest. It's been amazing. And I'm so glad so many of you have reached out to me to tell me how much you've learned and how much you love this podcast. And to be honest, that really keeps me going. <laughs> and it's mind-blowing that it's reaching the exact people that I made this podcast for. I mean, hey... It's really exciting. It's been an exciting ride. Um, so for today's episode, really weird topic, right? <laughs> so here's the thing. How old am I? I can't really tell you the things to do to be happy or the things you must do to have a happy life. But I can tell you a couple of things that I think you should avoid if you really want to leave a happy and fulfilled life or I mean if you want to have a miserable unsatisfying unfulfilled life you probably should do <laughs> and I'm going to be sharing a couple of them and hey I hope you enjoy listening so I think the first is is trying to please everyone I've noticed that in this time of our lives and even in general Sometimes we try so hard to satisfy people. We try so hard to just do what everyone wants. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. We just want to do all that is seemingly right so that everyone is pleased with us. And you know, this also leads to the inability to say no. <laughs> the dreadful word. And you know, it's something that I'm coming to terms with myself. It's something that in this season of my life, I'm really learning to do. Because I realized that I look back at some decisions that I made and I'm like, if you weren't so self-sacrificing. No, I don't think self-sacrificing is the word. I think if you weren't so scared of what they would say or what they would think or if they wouldn't be pleased with you, you know, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be in this right now. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't exactly light yourself on fire to keep others warm. And that's something that you should always have in mind to keep you in check really because at the end of the day when you finish trying to make everyone happy you end up changing who you are you end up defying yourself you end up going against yourself to cross that line to please people to go the extra mile to make sure they're happy with you they're satisfied with you oh oh she's such a great person oh she's such she's such a nice person oh she did this she did that see the thing is you would you would definitely no matter how good you are you would definitely be the villain in someone's story you would definitely be the bad guy now this is not to excuse poor behavior or not helping out people where it's necessary but 
setting yourself on fire to help others just to have them say, oh, she's a great person, she's a, she's a good person, she's a this, she's a that. And you know, like I said, you definitely be a villain in someone's story. And that's okay, right? You definitely not be in everybody's good book. And that's okay. You won't be everyone's cup of tea. And that is okay, right? Because at the end of the day, when you finish bending yourself and twisting yourself and defying yourself just to make sure someone else is pleased with you, just to make sure that you fit everybody's needs, the one person that won't be happy, the one person that ends up losing is you. Like, you've probably heard part of this before, but listen to this, rewind and let it sink in, really. Because the one person that'll end up not being happy, the one person that'll end up losing is you but then again i mean if you want to go ahead and continue living that life hey go ahead that's why i made this episode so next i think it's wasting time trying to find yourself instead of actually creating yourself okay hear me out you're wasting time trying to find yourself i mean where did you misplace yourself You're young. You're just creating yourself. You're just finding... You're just creating all the things that make you, you, right? So instead of wasting time trying to find yourself, waiting for purpose to just come and whack you in the head and say, It is I, your purpose. Come to me. Nah, you're the one who's going to go out there Bring meaning to your life based on your strengths. Search for your strengths. Search for your strengths. Search for your strengths. Search for the things that give you meaning. And, you know, just make it into... Search for the things that give you meaning. You know, I believe everybody has a message. And the tool they use to achieve that message is totally up to them. So I think... That's one of the reasons why it didn't hurt anymore when I couldn't get the course I initially wanted, which was medicine. I actually wanted to study medicine. But then when I didn't get medicine, it didn't hurt anymore because I now understood that. I understood that, okay, this is the message that I want to pass at the end of the day. This is what I want to achieve. And you know, that's when it hit me. You don't have to study medicine to do the things that you want to do to achieve the things that you want to achieve. You don't have to be a doctor, right? And so I started taking a look into my strengths. I started discovering the things I'm good at, what I thrive at, and what what makes me, what gives me, and what gives me meaning. And then I just employed that. And I've been running with it ever since. So purpose is not just going to come and whack you in the head and say, yeah, what's good, sis? This is me, your purpose. You're the one who's going to go out there and find what gives you meaning and run with it. So stop wasting time trying to find yourself. Go out there and create yourself. So the next way to have a miserable life is forget the consequences of your choice. You get me? So here's the thing, right? We're free to make choices. We have the freedom to choose what we want. But then we're not free from the consequences of our choices. So always note, oh, I'm free to do whatever I want. Oh, I can do whatever I want. 
just remember, the consequence of that action, the consequence of that choice is going to come to bite you in the ass. So is it a good decision? Is it, is it not a good decision? Think about it deeply, you know, before you make that decision because you're not free from the consequence of it. And one thing I've realized is even if there are cheerleaders and there are supporters, the most they can do is cheer you on. The most they can do is just be there for you in their own way. But at the end of the day, at the core of it all, when it all comes down, you're alone. You're the one who is going to face the results of your decisions, of your actions, of your choices. Now, people around you may make money and, you know, that's good. You're in a good circle. You're in a good place. Everybody's making money. But then it's not you, right? Everybody everybody is doing this. Everybody's doing that around you. But it's not you. This is not to say that that's not valuable. You shouldn't celebrate people's wins. Yes, celebrate people's wins. Like, you cannot get the grace that you do not celebrate, right? But then at the end of the day, I say this to say that your decisions, the results of your decisions are solely yours. So let that sink. So now another way I found is a good route for having a miserable life. Another way that I've seen that, oh, if you want to have a miserable life, this is the way to go. <laughs> is by being scared of rejection and failure. You and failure got to be five and six, especially in this decade. I mean, in life in general, you have to learn to accept failure. Or else the fear of it will stop you from taking risks. It will stop you from living life. And that's in itself will make you go through life like those people who just wander without ever feeling anything great. And I don't know about you, that's not living, that's existing. So regretting what could have been is a burden compared to a few seconds of embarrassment. Like, see, the worst thing they can say is no, they cannot pluck Bankere and beat you. <laughs> they cannot pluck Bankere and beat you. The worst they can say is no. And then you feel embarrassed and then we move. Right? Say how you feel. Do what you fear. And if anything, you have more bragging rights. <laughs> you move through life with your head held high. Like, it allows you to take bigger risks. Because you already know, you've prepped yourself that the worst they can say is no. So what are you waiting for? Go and hear that no. <laughs> And then move to the next person that will give you a yes. But you wouldn't have pitched to that person that said yes if you didn't get the no from that person who said it. Now, I feel like I'm going into motivational speaker mode. But really, I'm just sharing things that I've really been reflecting on. Things that I've been thinking really deeply about. And these are things that I feel stop a lot of people in their tracks and don't let them live their lives to the fullest. So... Man, I'm taking it personal when I'm saying all this. <laughs> I'm taking it personal when I'm saying all this. Because I've been there. I am in there. And I think it's something really important that everybody should, should know. So now, I think another way to have a miserable life is attempting to always make your parents happy. Instead of standing up for what you're really passionate about. Yes, I said it. Now, I know this is hard. Especially if you're a Nigerian or an African, choosing what you want. So now I'm going to share a little story of how I got into voiceover, right? 
when I wanted to get into voiceover, and I told my dad, I'd been doing voiceovers in uni, and I was getting paid for it, I was known for it, like, my friends would be in a cab, maybe heading outside of school, and they'd just be in the car, and they'd hear my voice, and they'd take videos and go like, oh my god, Sarah, is that your voice? I just heard your voice on the radio, oh my god. <laughs> and you know, the high was exceptional, but it was beyond the high, I knew this is what I wanted to do. And then when I found out that people were getting paid millions to do this, it's like, what? You're telling me the thing that I want to do. People are getting like mad money from it. Hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> you know, and then when I came home and I told my dad, yo, P man, this is what I want to do. I didn't say it like that. <laughs> this is me. I was supposed to study medicine, right? I was studying zoology. I was getting a bachelor's degree in zoology. And then right after that, I was supposed to do a direct entry to medicine and then all of a sudden i'm springing out of nowhere to say i want to be a voice actor and possibly consider acting that dream is still very valid i would like to act or be a film director so if you know me you know that <laughs> but that's by the way and it's like what at first he wasn't pleased with it but I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew, like, I could feel it in the depths of my soul that this is what I was called to. This was, like, this is this is going to be my tool to achieve that message that I have. And, you know, to be honest, I feel like to whom much is given, much is expected. And I'm like, God didn't just dump this talent in my lap for me to just carry it like a baby. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to use it. Go to the grave with zero potential left. And I just kept fighting for it. And, you know, my dad wasn't so pleased with it. My mom wasn't exactly pleased too, but she's my biggest cheerleader. So, hey, and she could hear that I was doing awesome stuff, right? So, eventually, she came on board. My dad was the hardest to convince. But then when he heard my voice in Sedi Plaza, he was like, Ah, Diola, was that not your voice I heard in Sedi Plaza? I'm like, yeah, yes, daddy. And I played in the audio from my phone, and he's like, Eh? <laughs> and then Buck started rolling in and he could see that, oh, okay, she's not just going to be some broke artist on my couch, you know. She's actually going to make money with this. It makes her happy. And she's not even disturbing me for anything because I got to that point where I wasn't even bugging my parents for anything anymore at such a young age. And they were like, oh, interesting, right? And then they just learned to just follow, <laughs> you know, you are the one who is going to do what you love. Everybody else will catch up, right? Living life to please your parents, do everything to just please your parents. See, if you were to just continue to please your parents, you would not move anywhere in life. The point is to do what you're truly passionate about, not just what your parents think would be good. Because at the end of the day, 50 years from now, God keep our parents to live long and well. But when they go away, when they're not here anymore, or when they're old and gray, we're the ones that will be facing the results of our actions, of our choices, not them. It's you. You're going to be facing those decisions that you've made. And then do you want to live your life being angry and bitter at them for not letting you do what you wanted when the choice was in your hand all along and you just had to do it? Do you really want to live that life? But hey, I'm just saying. So another step to having a miserable life is staying in meaningless or abusive relationships, right? Whether it's your significant other or 
in friendships. Build, ah, I cannot even stress this enough. Build a strong network of friends. People who have you. People who hold you down anytime, any day. A big shout out to my tribe. People that question me and say, Sarah, where's the next episode of the 21 on 21 podcast? Sarah, you haven't posted today. Sarah, let's review our goals. You know, and the people that are there to help me check my finances as well. I mean, I can't even stress that enough. And you may be wondering, um, my friends are quite useless. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that means that you should try suggesting it. You know, a lot of the time, it's because nobody has thought of it. Nobody, like, you may be in your circle of friends, but just never thought that they would value this kind of thing. But then when you suggest it, but then when you suggest it and you're like, but then when you suggest it and you're like, oh, hey, guys, like, let's work towards making this amount of money this year or let's work towards saving this amount of money this year. However it is that you relate with your friends. I mean, when you bring the idea of growth and and make sure to add, you know, the fun factor through it all, you know, you just try to have fun with it while you're growing. I feel like they'll get on board with it. And if they don't, that just signifies that you need more friends who are really big on their growth, right? And it shouldn't just be, oh, okay, I'm just looking for people who are going to be useful to me. You have to give to receive, right? Be a person of value and and you will get value in return. Now, I know that may not be the case every time. You can be the person of value and you just keep getting shit thrown in your face. Trust me, I've been there. (laughs) As you keep adding to yourself as you keep adding to yourself to be a person of value you keep attracting i feel i i believe that you keep attracting the vibe you give off you attract it the the vibe you give off gravitates towards you right so even if you don't have sensible friends now i believe that as you keep on being that person of value, as you keep on giving off that positive vibe, that positive aura, you will eventually attract the kind of people that you want and need in your circle. And also, you won't do it by just sitting down in your house. I'm on this table too. So trust me, when I'm breaking it, we shall all fall down together. Get out of your house more often. Seriously, leave the house. Okay, so this is fast becoming a serious and long motivational speech, but I'm going to be on to the next one and we're going to be outie for now. (laughs) So I think the last one for me that I've learned so far is a way of, you know, just throwing your life away is don't question anything at all. Just do it. (laughs) Question everything question everything ask questions ask questions i beg you ask questions so many opportunities that i've had so many things that i've done getting into the space that i'm in right now is because i've asked questions and i didn't keep quiet until they were answered ask questions until your questions are answered don't just keep quiet don't let anyone make you feel like you should shut up if someone is not answering you Go to the next person. Trust me, honey, there are 7 billion people in the world. One person will answer your questions. 
Don't let anybody make you feel like you're talking too much or asking too much. Go out there and get the answers to your questions. Mm-hmm. And that's some period, poo. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to leave you with this, right? It's something I've been telling myself. It's been like a mantra, right? Every morning, you are born again. What you do today is what matters. The what are you going to do today that's going to make your future self proud? Make your future self proud. And that is a wrap. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for listening. It's been an amazing time. I hope you've enjoyed listening. And I hope in the process of breaking your table, you didn't get injured. It's just what I do. And that's it today on the 21 on 21 podcast. Don't forget to share this episode. Until next time, bye-bye.